Do it. Record. It's recording right now. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Yes. Ah! Testing that recordio. Can you hear me in there? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? In the um, on Facebook, when we put the, the you put the finish me thing up, and I said, "Oh, like I'm waiting for you to get over here." Oh yeah, yeah. I put like as long as you finish me, and some guy linked like a porn of link. Really? And I was like, I followed it. Just like, what the fuck is this? And it was like loads of like in-game animated like oh, really? porn. Yeah. No way. I didn't even see that. <laughs> no. Every time I was like, "What? What is this?" Yeah, man. It's fucking weird. I was like, "That's the first like not safe for work link we've been sent yeah, on great. like a post." That's great. So that's historic. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a big time moment. It's a big, big time moment. Big time. Big boy moment. Big time. Big time. Big shock. Big shock. <laughs> Quick maths. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grief Burrito Podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm Harrison Wild, And welcome to the first Spooky Burrito of 2020. Yeah. If this is the first episode you're listening to, welcome. We are a comedy gaming and movie podcast, but today, oh, today, <laughs> you have landed on a spooky episode where we cover supernatural, horror, and all other spooky goings-on. I'm so excited. You're so excited. I've been waiting to get back into spookies. When was the last time we had a spooky? It was like a month ago. Uh, yeah, because I don't even know if we did one at Christmas. Did we do one for Christmas? Oh, Krampus. Oh, yeah, sorry, we did Krampus. Krampus. The Krampus. But that didn't feel like a proper spooky to me. No, I know I what know you why. mean. It was a bit too tame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Not we, enough spooky. We like to get wild. We like to get wild. Yeah. Harrison! Ah! Did I startle you? <laughs> yes. Good! <laughs> <laughs> You like video games, right? Uh-huh. You like spooky, right? Always. Are you ready to have your sticks waggled? Oh, yes. Your buttons prodded? Oh, prodded. Your soul calibered? Calibered Your me. bros smashed? Smash me. Your fall outed? I've out so far. Let us begin. Let us begin. <laughs> so, you... Well, I know you're not the biggest fan of Fallout, mm-hmm. because you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this story, when I first heard it, had me completely gripped. Okay. Like, gripped so hard, that my voice went up an octave. Do you understand me? Yeah, I'm getting you that big old well, ball grip. Are you aware of what a number station is? Uh, I think so. So what what do you think a number station is? Is it one of those radio stations that just gives off numbers? Yes. Like reading a random thing? Yeah, so quite literally, yeah. <laughs> it is a number station. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for those who aren't aware, a number station is a shortwave radio station that reads out numbers. Mm-hmm. So they are believed to be used by intelligence officers operating in foreign countries to transmit encrypted knowledge. So they'd usually have like a sheet that you have to go off mm-hmm. to uh, change the numbers to letters okay. and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I thought it'd be like a Russian guy <laughs> saying, okay, what's 12 and 12? 24. Send them 24. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never get this one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but they, they seem to have been mostly using the Cold War. And Fallout 3 has a lot of, you know, like ties to the Cold War, mm-hmm. things like that. And it also apparently has a number station okay. within that capacity. So for those of you who don't know, Fallout is a game universe where nuclear war happened. And America, instead of going, if you look at kind of like the 1940s and 50s, instead of progressing through commercial means to make everything a lot newer and nicer to get to where we are today, Mm -hmm. they halted kind of the way things looked and went straight into power and energy and, you know, actually progressing through to the space race. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of got a 40s 50s aesthetic yeah which yeah. is really nice like i love the world art deco. is it deco or decor i think it's we say art deco but it's the decorum the decorum of, of the, the art Ooh, 
Hannah, why aren't you sending me links with the volume? Why did I not turn the volume uh, back? She sent you a link that says, Puppa getting stuck on a curb. <laughs> <laughs> well, spookiest of them. I can't wait for that spooky curb. Yes. <laughs> so, without further ado, mm-hmm. let's get into the Fallout 3 number station. The spooky. Buckle up to your seats. Oh, no, don't, don't. It's time. Is it? What time is it? For spooky. Spooky. Burrito. Stop it now. I'm actually dead scared. Indeed. So this is more of like an opening legendy mm-hmm. thing. So let's get on it because we've not done a video game spooky before. No. And we are a video game podcast. I know. So it makes sense. Rumor has it that this game's main radio station, Galaxy News Radio, or GNR for short, can be turned into a number station if you meet certain conditions within the game. Yeah. The scary thing about this, though, is that it apparently has the ability to predict real world events. No. No. Why? <coughs> what did it predict? We'll see. Tell me. <laughs> so, the first thing you'll need to do in the game is navigate your way through the Capital Wasteland. So, the Capital Wasteland is Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. During these trials, you'll encounter super mutants, which are hulking green mutated humans, whose only goal is to force anyone unlucky enough to cross their path into one of their own by exposing them to the forced evolution virus. What is so, that? you're held against it, and who, it forces... Who made the virus? Uh, it's made by the Master in Fallout 1. Ah, uh, okay. But you didn't think I'd have that answer. Didn't, no. <laughs> Um, you'll also run into slavers who take adults and children alike and strap explosive collars to their necks that will detonate at the push of a button. And perhaps worst of all are the other mutated creatures in Washington, D.C. These range from giant mole rats to myalurks, which are hard-shelled crab-like monsters with razor-sharp claws, and also genetically modified monsters created by the United States military pre-war. As if it wasn't bad enough being in Washington dank crap already. <laughs> That's what it sounds for, right? Uh, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, when you manage to pull yourself through the onslaught of monsters, whether they're human or otherwise, you'll need to kill the GNR host known as Three Dog, a charismatic and talented radio DJ. It's One been... of our own. He is. He's just like us. How could we kill him? <laughs> well, it depends if you want to get this. Yeah. So, it's been noted that you have you have to have done this before you complete his quest to boost the station's power so the whole of the wasteland can hear his voice and the music he plays for them. Okay. When Three Dog has met his demise, his technician will take over and with a much less optimistic outlook on being a disc jockey. Oh, okay. That's what so DJ stands something. for. Yeah, yeah. Back when it used to be discs. Yeah. I thought it was Disc Django. It's just me. <laughs> disc Django? Yeah. Django begins with a D. Does it? Yes. Think about it. That's what the DJ stands for, just Django. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So from here, you must undertake an even larger task. Venture into the Enclave's head of operations in DC, Uh Raven Rock. The Enclave is a state that developed from the continuity of government of the pre-war federal government of the United States. (laughs) Think of them as a secret society before the war made up of members of the shadow government. The Enclave are made up of individuals that were untouched by the nuclear blast that scorched the rest of the planet. They believe they are the sole representatives of humanity, living in their shielded facilities. They're xenophobic, isolationist, and severely limited in numbers. After the survivors destroyed the base of operations in the game, you'll notice that you lose a radio signal from your wrist-mounted computer, the Pip-Boy, and then shortly after, you'll receive a signal again. Ooh, okay. I'm intrigued. You wouldn't normally be able to listen to the signal as you didn't help boost the power for GNR. However, as Raven Rock is situated on a mountain, you should just be able to listen. Okay. When you tune in, 
you'll recognise the voice of the channeler as none other than Three Dog himself. But something's off. He's not his normal cheery self, but instead a glum and depressed version, reading slowly in a monotone voice. He'll read out a sequence of numbers eerily. Nine, three, seven, nine, one, seven, two, zero, three, four. These are then followed by varying lengths of Morse code. The codes will then be superseded by the game's most notable song, I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire by The Ink Spots. This seems to be the only track active, however, as no others play after this point. Really? Just plays that one? It didn't take long for the Morse code to be cracked. People quickly had lists of messages in English that they managed to get from the game. Some were completely mundane and even funny at some points, like the following. Wash the car today? Maybe Chinese for dinner. Or... Have you watched my YouTube video yet? I uploaded myself kicking bums in the nuts. <laughs> now... Wait, I've got an idea for the channel, George. <laughs> <laughs> now, YouTube doesn't exist in the Fallout universe, and this led people to believe that maybe the game might have some messages related to real life instead. But that only adds more concern when messages like The Queen has died today, the world mourns, as on days like this, we are all Brits. Or, I can't believe they've actually done it. Not long left. The noise... I can't take the noise anymore. I have a pistol in the attic. Whoa, that's got suddenly dark. And we don't know who's who has done these. Nope. Ah, a wiki. <laughs> a wiki forums user shortly noticed what one of the messages meant. He saw the line 120552820010. What you talking about? You'll be missed. He noticed that this must be referring to the recent, at the time, death of Gary Coleman. This knowledge then led him to scan through the other messages to try and find more examples of the test to his theory. The next message shocked him. 94542020010. Accident in the Gulf. Several dead. Oil spill apparently averted. This was the date that the BP explosion and the erroneous day one assessment that the well was not leaking. What? How? Where? Whoa. How? How did they know? From this point, the numbers were given a military date format. Okay. At this point, other members of the wiki had jumped onto the list and started seeing that they what they could find. To their surprise, the majority of the dates were set after the release of Fallout 3, but oddly, some were Fallout far back. Like, mm-hmm. way far back. Right, okay. One dated 22-15, April 15th, 1965. The message read, He's dead, and blame will probably be placed on the actor, Booth. Johnson better not cheat me out of the payment. So this shed new doubt on the Lincoln assassination. As the community quickly started compiling their interpretations... Lincoln, did you mean 65? Wasn't that Kennedy? Oh, no, wait. No, because he went to the moon in 69. Never mind. Sorry, I'll cut that. When was Lincoln assassinated? Yeah, like 1865. Did you say? Oh, sorry, 1865. My bad. I said 1965. Apologies. We'll keep that in because it's my fault. (laughs) (laughs) As the community quickly started compiling up their interpretations of the messages, the mods on the site banned everyone who had posted in or even if they read the thread. All references to the number station were removed from the Fallout wiki, and filtering software was put into place for preventing reposting of any relevant information. It went that deep that they stopped. They were banning people from that. A few people, however, are trading emails and slowly finishing the translations of the remaining messages and putting dates to the existing ones. So, we have the message. Have you watched my YouTube video yet? I uploaded myself kicking bums in the nuts. Mm-hmm. That was the classic. That was... 16 minutes past midnight, December 24th, 2012. Okay. I can't believe Britney's actually won an Oscar. 
<laughs> That's uh, 2133, February 27th, 2023. I can't believe they've actually done it. Not long left. They were warned, but they just had to keep pushing the boundaries of science. The noise, I can't take the noise anymore. And the light, dear God. The universe is slowly unraveling around us. I'm not going to wait for death. I have a pistol in the attic. Whoa. This is actually the only message not preceded by a string of numbers. Ooh, okay. That's intriguing. But the last date of the messages... Don't tell me it's today. ...was on <laughs> at 1.27 a.m., uh -huh. July 6, 2027. Okay. See, you're a little uneasy there. I'm huh? scared. I looked at the date. I was like, oh, what date is it today? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, These are I'm, fucking freaky, I'm man. Surprise, man. It is. It's gripping, isn't it? I think this is the least I've said in a, since we've been podcasting. I'm just like listening, like, oh god. I know. Well, we've got something that might make you feel a bit better. So this, this message is: the queen has died today. The world mourns. As on days like these, we are all Brits. Why does that make me feel better? It's two minutes past four, March nineteenth, twenty fourteen. Clearly not. No, it's, yeah. it's an urban legend. Yeah, yeah. However, when I read that, it was before. Really? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's shit. coming up. Yeah. yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that? So that that was like, uh, it, it's kind of like a creepy pasta, but it's one of those like urban legends where yeah, it yeah. comes up and everyone freaks out. I saw how uneasy you were, and I was like, I kind of need to put a note in here if he is uneasy yeah, to no, actually tell him that it's no, not. No, no, it's all right. No, it, that was a that's a great one. It's fucking good, right? It's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I was. I was right all up in there. I'll give you that. I was. I yeah. love this kind of stuff, and it it's things like this where, like with the Nostradamus stuff. Yes. I like when stuff that was written in the past lines up with current things. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because you can, especially with things like this, you can interpret it in different ways. So the Queen's obviously still alive to this day. Mm -hmm. She's never going to so die. So we know. She's a demon. She's a lizard person. Yep. But it's it's so cool to see, like stuff of doing creative shit like mm -hmm. i think games radar or something like that uh tweet like spoke to bethesda about it like is this real yeah. because there'd be no confirmation or like no one had managed to actually do it oh right okay so someone just made some shit up <laughs> or like you never know it could just be really difficult to recreate yeah yeah uh, but bethesda were like such a cool premise but it's not in the game really oh that's a shame i know it sucks doesn't it yeah but that's the that's the thing i was kind of stressed out about putting this one in because it's like we tend to sit on the realm of like plot like plausibility yeah. with most of our spookies mm -hmm. but that is relatively plausible yeah like, yeah that could totally exist yeah but we just don't know about it and they're no. just denying it whereas like i was gonna do like fucking we're gonna do witcher or like monster origins mm -hmm. but the thing is like they're all so fantastical that yeah. there's no chance no and no, it's like ah oh, where's the plausibility there whereas shit like this 100 percent could have happened. yeah yeah totally could that and what do you think was the scariest thing about it what do i think hmm because there were points where you just like literally just like shut down. Yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, it, it hits you like right in your diaphragm, it doesn't does. it? It, it really does. It reminds me of like the whole Pallet Town thing from Pokemon. Not Pallet Town, but Lavender, Lavender Town. Town. That, that was, I saw a list about yeah, these. Yeah, that, that was another weird game thing. And it, it's, I don't know why it scares me that much, but it I think it stems from almost like, it makes me like a ghost in the machine. Yeah. You know when you've got code and it gets like a piece of free radical code and it starts doing its own thing? Yeah. Almost like AI is starting to realize what it is. Yeah, I can And see it's starting to giving out a signal. Because technically code in a computer could, I guess. So why could code in a game engine not think it was alive? You're right. But the, the beauty of 
old games, mm-hmm. especially like NES and stuff like yeah. that, it's like the, there's no, the, it can't go anywhere. No, no. It's literally like, it's there. Just take the battery out of the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it is super weird, like those kind of things. I, I think it's the fear of there's someone who knows something you don't. Yeah. And that that mm-hmm. is a big thing. I, I used to have nightmares of like, I was trying to escape an island. All right. For some reason, I was trying to get out of the town. But every time I thought I'd escape, I didn't know what the bad, the issue was. I just knew I had mm-hmm. to escape. Um, but every time I thought I'd got out or something like that, the person who was helping me was in on it. Oh, so like, right. I was hitting the trunk of a car and one of them, like they were driving out. Mm-hmm. And they like, someone opened the boot and like ripped me out. It was like, how did they know I was there? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like alien isolation levels of like, yeah. fuck, something's wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it's such a weird, especially that where it's like, like things are going to happen mm-hmm. and you, someone knows yeah like, it's oh fuck weird. everything's an inside job and i'm gonna die yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I like it's a bit of a short one but mm-hmm. i do have a like a smaller one mm-hmm. to come up with you might actually be aware of this one okay hit me with it so as we have a little more time let's talk about polybius polybius i think that's how it's said p-o-l-y-b-i-u-s let's say polyibus polyibus mm. polybius polybius <laughs> <laughs> is it polyibus no it's no you said it right i was Poly- just being stupid Wow, thanks. It's okay. <laughs> so that thing yeah. <laughs> is possibly one of the oldest urban legends surrounding video games. It's going back to Oregon in the 1980s. Yeah, that's pronounced Oregon. Uh, that's why Ronald Reagan O'Regan. gets his name. <laughs> Ronald O'Regan. Ronald, Ronald O'Regan. He's, yeah, he was Irish. <laughs> Ronald O'Regan. <laughs> My name is Ronald O'Regan. O'Regan smash. <laughs> He's punching the wall. <laughs> I need it. We'll do it. Ronald O'Regan. <laughs> that's Nixon. No, no. I was just thinking then. I was like, why do I recognize that name? And then like Futurama came into my head. Yeah. As soon as I did it, I knew it wasn't Did you see right. the guy with the cosplay of that? Yes, it's so, so good. So good. Oh, it's one of the best I've yeah. seen. Top notch. Have you seen the guy who does Farnsworth? Yeah, yeah. Fucking all the prosthetics so and everything. So creepy, dude. So creepy. If you guys haven't seen that, go on to YouTube, look it up. Be ready for nightmares. Be ready. Ready. Okay. Ready or not, here Farnsworth comes. <laughs> good news, everyone. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Lucky. I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one where he makes the the machine? News, everyone. No, he he makes the one. He makes a machine so you can sound like him. And he's like, "Good news, everyone. I look like a horse's butt, and I smell bad." And he's like, "That isn't good news at all." <laughs> I fucking love Futurama. I'm so yeah. every time it got cancelled, I was so upset. I know. Same. Uh, I want more. Yeah. Fucking Family Guy is still going. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Polybius, Polybius, Polybius uh, mm-hmm. was a completely black arcade cabinet with a green joystick. So the game combined classic gameplay from things like Pac-Man mm-hmm. and Tempest, and also included special, special like spatial puzzles. Oh. And when played, the only issue was they would apparently cause seizures, amnesia, blackouts, nausea, headaches, night terrors, and in some cases, users would even commit suicide. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, heavy shit. Heavy shit, bro. Heavy shit. You gotta do anything to get those top scores. I know. <laughs> it is also said that men in black, just dressed entirely in black suits, uh, would attend and amend the machines. And this led people to like speculate the device was actually some kind of government experiment and not a video game. Mm. However, there's no proof to this day that the system existed or not. It's so famous, mm, yes. it's even brought up in The Simpsons. It is, yeah. It is. 
After some investigation, in 2006, a man named Stephen Roach claimed to have been one of the original programmers of the game, and advised that the company were working on intensely making the most cutting-edge graphics at the time. Okay. Obviously, it's the 80s, but it's not going to be much. Yeah, I was going to say, especially if they had 3D graphics in the 80s on an arcade machine. Oh, yeah. So it must have been top spec. So he also said that after a boy experienced seizures... <laughs> I thought you could say exploded. <laughs> after a boy exploded. <laughs> I've nearly got the top scorch. <laughs> Everywhere. Just combusts and yeah, then implodes. Like, yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing, like a thermal detonator. Yeah, yeah. So he also said that after a boy experienced seizures while playing the game... The cabinets were withdrawn in a panic. While he couldn't prove any of this mm -hmm. in the claims, his story added to the details of the gameplay, which later inspired Rogue Synapse's gameplay. Rogue play Rogue I don't think I have Rogue played Synapse. that one, no. I, I heard about Rogue Synapse, and then I thought it was Frozen Synapse. I think I messed up. So uh, I really? don't actually know what it's comparable to. Uh, okay. That one, mm -hmm. I believe that more than the number station. Yes. Mainly because uh, the Queen's alive. Yes. If the Queen was dead, Polybius exists. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've heard quite a bit about this one, and with it being testing, and it was almost like, uh, what are they called? What are they called? Those messages, subliminal messages. Yeah. It was like flashing things up, you think, don't they? Which, that, that can fuck with your head. Mm -hmm. Like, the human human brain's, like, really, it's, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. But... There've got to be ways to fuck it, like just fuck with it entirely. Oh, totally. You know I, I mean? mean, if you watch any of those live Darren Brown things, I, I've been to see one of his shows live. If anyone hasn't heard of Darren Brown, watch some of his live shows. He's fucking amazing. There's one called uh, I saw one called Miracle. I think it was no. Uh, it's that thing where he like puts a guy in a trance and then wakes him up in a zombie game. Yeah, that was one of them. That's fucking bullshit. I don't know. So when you see him live, he does stuff that you just he shouldn't be able to do, and you just watched him do it. And it's just Is like, it where he does like that? He goes like... Links rings behind his head for listeners. Yeah. Yeah, no, he does uh, a lot of subliminal messaging things. And he, he shows on his programs how he actually does it. And there was one where he had this guy think of these certain things that he wanted. And he told him what it was. And then on the way out, he showed him. He'd like put posters of the things all the way the route that he was taken there. So his eyes had just subliminally taken them in and he hadn't realized he'd seen them. Right. And like with that... I feel like, like, I think That's one of the things... It's so much like, it's just subliminal messaging, then, isn't it? It's not like... Yeah, but you can suggest someone to do things as well. Like, with these, I almost feel like they were... I'm sure I read links with this to something to do with, like, sleeper cells. Maybe. They were trying to influence people to do certain things by giving kids messages early on. Well, it's not, it's not massively unbelievable with the CIA. No, the CIA fucking weird, weird fucking... Like, look at, uh, what was the... The thing that inspired Stranger Things, uh, the Project Ultra, MK Ultra, MK Ultra, yeah, that and the the kids that were taken to the the base on the east coast of America was it New Hampshire? I'm not sure. Fuck, that's really gonna annoy me. I'm just gonna quickly search that. My my geography in England isn't great. Don't ask me about the US. Uh, Got a, a bit of a funny story. Wait, wait. Do you know in high school you yeah. sometimes have like there was a guy who came around basically when we were in RE class, religious education. Um, for anyone who doesn't know. And this American guy, guy came in with the head teacher and he was like, hi, I'm from... Uh, and he was like, proper southern accent. And he was like, can anyone tell me what's opposite of, like, X place? 
And he's just looking around the room like we should know. And he's like, mate, you've walked into a year eight fucking RE class. Yeah, no one knows. He's like, anyone know what's opposite the Mississippi? And it's like, uh, and then he was like, how about you? And he pointed to someone. And someone was like, uh, Alabama? And he was like, no. Nope. <laughs> and then he just carried on. It's like, dude, take the loss. Don't just like. How about you? Uh, Iceland. <laughs> nope. <laughs> But you just go, I'm not leaving till you get it. And it's like, fucking dude, come on. I wouldn't expect kids at that age to know all of the American states. I wouldn't expect, I don't know where fucking York is in comparison <laughs> to here. I got no idea. Ask me that shit. Ugh, you mate. drop me in that. You don't know How where York you? is. No, like, I know it's like not here. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's over there a bit. Yeah, it's if you if you gave me a map of England, mm-hmm. I'd give it a good go. Mm-hmm. It's like if we looked, is it like? I feel like it's no, no. it's north. <laughs> it's north. It, it's northeast of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's north. So I know that. Much. It's not that far. It's only like a two-hour drive. Or something, yeah, but. which isn't that. But it's like <laughs> fucking. What's opposite Mississippi? Like, I don't know. Which fucking direction? Well, the thing, that's what I was going to say. The sky? Like, are you talking yeah. up and down? Like, fuck, the, God knows. The center of the earth, you yeah. fucking gimp. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, that's that's the break up a little bit of the spook. Yeah. Uh, I've got the thing that was inspired for anything. It's called the Montauk Project. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the Montauk chair and the Montauk monster, that kind of thing. The Montauk chair and the Montauk, Montauk monster. monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there you go. That was what inspired that. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like... I've I've lost what was the train of thought. I've completely gone off what we were. We're saying like it's not unlikely that the CIA try and fuck. Oh, we're doing like th- yeah because they were doing such experiments with people at the time like those. Yeah, dosing people with LSD. LSD messed a lot of people up. Getting women to masturbate dolphins. Say what? <laughs> no, I know, I, no, I know about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of oh, course I, I know about probably that. Probably surprised if you of all people. Hey, fuck off! <laughs> Sorry, we've just come back from a photo shoot. We so have. We had a, a photo shoot. Giddy. It's a bit later than normal as well. Yeah, we had burritos too. Sending me. I'm gonna oh, get rid of my Hannah, Hannah writing me a lovely message. Yeah, and I just <laughs> shut the computer down. Yeah, it's uh, it was fun. It was. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Hopefully the pictures come out well. Yeah, I'm sure they will. We, we've got someone editing the pictures for us. They took the pictures. Yes. They gave us direction. We didn't know what to do. At one point, we just ended up dancing a little bit. Yeah, we danced, and then Jordan sat on me. <laughs> I did, and then you got spiderweb all up your back. All up my back because I was sitting under in a ghostly hill. Yeah. Uh, also, we need to give a shout out to Kyle at uh, the El Gringo for making us burritos yes. that weren't on the menu. Is El Gringo all right to say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're a white person, I guess, because it's offensive to us. Yeah, I'll do. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick with that. That's fine. Uh, yeah, in Mac for serving up some awesome burritos uh, after our mighty cold photo shoot. Yeah, so we were freezing. It is... How cold was it? It was like... What, I don't know. Like it's like... Zero, uh, right? No, it, it says with it's, wind chill, it was it zero. It says it's seven Celsius here, but I don't believe that. It was defo wind chill zero. Wind chill zero. It was awful. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we went there. We went to... El- feels like one. We, <laughs> feels, feels like, like one. one. One Celsius. I am the one and only degree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we we went to uh, Beanies, Beanies, uh, which is a place. Uh, I'm from I'm from Macclesfield, Macclesfield, whichever is the correct way of saying. Yeah. It. I always get shit no matter which I say. Has us from Nutsford, Nutsford, uh, which is close by to to Mac. So we are in northwest of England. So we went to this place, Beanies, and they have split off their business to have. Uh, what was it? American Fusion. Yeah, American English Fusion in the restaurant, and then you can get Mexican delivered, basically. Yeah. So we went in. We asked about it because it wasn't on the menu, and they were like crazy accommodating. Yeah, they were. Like yeah. it was so nice. I felt like I was being well me. Like, can you please just do it? Like, 
I didn't. I just like I'll get Haz over because he'll know what to say. Mm-hmm. Like he'll uh, whatever. I don't know what you're gonna he'll do. Chat shit. <laughs> yeah, and then fucking they just what made us burritos from scratch. Yeah, and it was amazing. It's such it's so fucking. Good. They made me some hot sauce that was that hot that it was burning our eyes sat at the table while they were cooking. It. Yeah, I think I'm too short for that because you and yeah. Lauren are both over six foot. Yeah, we're both ridiculous. I'm five eight. I mean, Lauren, you're lovely, but yeah, I'm ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was amazing. And thank you so much, guys. Yes. Uh, While we're saying thank yous, I need to give a shout out to uh, Dan. Dan Hunter. It's okay. his birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, recording. man. Happy birthday, Dan. Dan, 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 Dan Hunter. <laughs> That's for you, Dan. Fucking love you. And I miss you loads. I know you're oh. listening because you listen every time. Oh, it's my birthday tomorrow. It is. Happy birthday I'm, to you tomorrow. I'm 25 years old. I didn't bring you a gift. Oh, man. You don't have to get me a gift. I've already got it. Thank you, I guess. It's all right. Thanks. I've left it. It depends what it is. <laughs> I'm going to take it back. Oh, right. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm 25 tomorrow. That's going to be interesting. I've had a week off work to try and yeah. chill. So, yeah. Going for a meal tomorrow. <laughs> going for a meal on Friday. Meal on Friddens. That's a nice little catch-up. We've not had nice. like, a nice little catch-up for a bit. Didn't we do that last week? Not really. So, this is more of like just a general chat. Yeah. Whereas last week was a bit more hectic. It was a hectic chat. It was fucking insane. Hopefully we're back to normal after <laughs> those two weeks of sheer insanity. Yeah, they were weird episodes, those. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, Adam from Bottom of the Stream, for letting us know that we've just been batshit insane for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, you've been following. Thank you, Ads. Appreciate that was, it. That was nice. Oh, and thank you, Bottom of the Stream, very much for my birthday card. Yeah, it was lovely. That's so Custom nice. designed the birthday card. amazing. And like the little message inside uh, said, thank you for playing uh, lunch what was it lunch break or piss take yeah i was like thanks for bringing that up because yeah. <laughs> i fucking one out of five <laughs> i lost so hard yeah but yeah thank you to lauren for helping us today thank you for connor for the work he's done previously yep a nice little episode of thank yous yeah there's a lot of thank yous going out today yeah it's always because my spookies are really short <laughs> it's not, no it's not short. there was a lot of, a lot of stuff to talk about though yeah Thanks for making me feel better. It's all right. <laughs> when we get off the air, he's going to kick the shit out of me. He's fired. <laughs> Let's hit a promo. Yes. So, but we can't say the things that we normally say on our podcast. That is correct. So I couldn't say something like beep. And like I, that. D- I definitely couldn't say beep, 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 beep. And uh, beep. I am not doing this bit. <laughs> <laughs> too late. He's too deep in. Anyway, this is Alex Austin from Ronan Geek Official Podcast. And in the room with me today, I have... Plebeian Pirate Adam. And? And just Rob. And just Rob. And we are here to advertise Ronan Geek Official Podcast. We are a geek news and comedy podcast direct out of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. So if you want some Canadian flavor on your geek comedy news, make sure to give us a listen each week for gaming, movies, and TV. We'll give you some reviews. We'll give you some spoilers. And we'll give you probably a lot of other stuff you didn't ask for. So there you go. <laughs> So join us wherever you find your podcast, and we look forward to having you listen to us. Yay. Yay. Well, I was hit with the promo. <laughs> I'm going to be in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a hard promo. So we should get into game news, I think. Yes, game news. We've got a little bit to talk about today. It's time for us to talk about games. New, new ones. Games. New, new ones. Games. New, new ones. ones. Did I mention that they're new? So, first of all, Resident Evil 3 trailer. I saw. Proper trailer drop today. Yes. Did you Have you seen what the hunters look like? Yeah, the thing with the claws. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Look very scary. I want to say, first of all, ooh, I'm doing a spook. Because yes. initially, I didn't like the look of Nemesis. And I know neither did you. Yeah, it's better seeing what he fully looks like. That's the thing, because he's got his weird, crazy, long rabbit teeth. And I was like, why the fuck has he got rabbit teeth? 
Yeah. But seeing it in the engine with the lighting and it moving around. Yeah. Actually, pretty fucking scary with all the darkness flickering and that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, my favourite thing about the face now is that because it's so uneven and so like uh, textured, yeah, that the lighting casts over it in such a weird way that it, it makes him look way less human than he already. He didn't look human anyway. Mm-hmm. It makes him look so much less human. It does. Yeah, the yeah. lighting's amazing. It's nice to see the amount of chasing that he does. It well, seems like yeah. he's a lot more present in this one. Yeah, he was present in three. Like I've I've not played them in a long time, yeah. so I might I might be sailing up the river the wrong way. That's not the saying. No, it's but not. that's fine. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it looks like he's been in it quite a lot, which you really need. Um, obviously, we're moving away from what Resident Evil Three really tried to achieve back then. In it, it trying to achieve, J-Man? <laughs> Did you play Resident Evil One and Two? No. Resident Evil 1 and 2 were extremely good survival horror games because there was like a lot of limited ammo, you were in a lot of awful situations you didn't really know how to deal with. Okay. So you had to learn on the go because yeah. it was a new genre. So you were panicking and running like... Eh. Exactly, yeah. You, you couldn't kill everything. You had to leave and come back and, you know, try mm-hmm. and dodge. Like the uh, the intro to 2 is probably the best example where you, you start the game after a truck explodes. Okay. And... Instead of killing all the zombies, what you do in other games, mm-hmm. you had to run around them and like zigzag your way through. Oh, right. So you just okay. didn't have enough ammo to kill them all. You had like 10 rounds. Right. And you just, so you just get the fuck out of there. Exactly. Okay. Resident Sweet. Evil 3, you get automatic weapons. You get like mag, like revolvers. You, you, it's more of an action game. Okay. So it's Most like people, Dead Space 2 to Dead Space 1. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You've pretty much nailed it. It's like Sweet. Resi 4, what everyone thinks Resi 4 was the decline into action for Resident Evil, mm-hmm. whereas it's 3, if you look at it. Okay. It's just that it still had tank controls and it was still janky and, yeah, yeah. you know, really good game though. But it, Nemesis was more about the the constant pressure to keep moving, in my yeah. eyes. Cause it seems like he can pop up anywhere. Yes. No. Uh, I don't know if he did that in the original. Uh, scripted. Scripted. Stuff. So it's like Mr. X in the remake. Yeah. Where he's always there. Like, but you know where he is because it's new hardware. He can always be within an area. Right. Whereas okay. with the PS1, it was like, right, unload him. Load him back in when yeah. required. So, okay. Yeah, it, it's so interesting to see how these design capabilities or mm-hmm. the capabilities of the technology are amending how this really classic game is going to be played. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It really amazes me. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine what would have been done if they didn't have those restrictions back in the day. Yeah, it's good to think about. I didn't think about it, actually. I, I like that the limit... Like, I think we spoke about this before, though, how limitations affect game design. They do, yeah. Sometimes uh-huh. it makes amazing things like Silent Hill, where yeah, the, yeah. the draw distance, they have to cover it with the fog, and the fog was fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, I like... I, I feel like it, there wasn't really a limitation on 3, though. Mm-hmm. 3, they did what they needed to do. There wasn't anything that jumped out as, mm-hmm. oh, that's the reason they've done this. Yeah. Um, so I, I really would have liked to see what they could do if they just kind of went right out the window with me remaking three completely, Yeah. which they are doing from the ground they up. Pretty much are, so. But if they didn't have any reference to go from, mm-hmm. and they were like, this is a new IP, where would they go? Yeah, yeah. Whole open world zombie game. Maybe. Yeah. I kind of, have you, oh, shit. What? Bit what? of game news from me. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. No, I'll leave it to new place. Never mind. You sure? Yeah. Okay. New place, <laughs> new place. Right, my next one. Yes. Doom Eternal. Okay. We also <laughs> Next got one. New place. New place. <laughs> uh, no, we've got the new trailer for Doom Eternal, which I've got to say looks pretty fucking epic, bro. We see 
the planet embossed with a huge pentagram, people screaming, they're killing everyone! And then, like, fucking, what else we got? Some new demon voices saying, it's time to repent. And then we get a new voice, a deep and doomful voice. And we see what seems to be an an, an anti-doom guy. And I'm hesitant to say, like, a neg- a bad doom guy, because doom guy necessarily isn't good. There's a lot of rip the and tearing. Anti, Anti-doom guy, and it's like, yeah. is it an angel? <laughs> well, we also get an angel in it as well. There's an angel in the trailer. Well, I'll get to that in a second, because this anti-Doom guy that we see, uh, he seems to be like a big hulking ancient armoured version of a Doom guy, or another Doom Marine. Okay. Who is kind of Vikingy and he has a big energy axe. Did you, do you remember that bit? Uh, I've not seen the trailer, but I've seen like stills. Oh, you've so, not yeah, seen I, it? No, I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. But... I'll watch it after this. Okay. Uh, and he says, nothing but you're nothing but a usurper, a false idol, and then pulls out a giant axe. And then he's like, look at me, bro. I'm getting tingles. <laughs> then Ooh. Doom Guy gets a big fucking red sword and shit. It looks really... Demon sword. Yeah, it looks fucking great. Uh, and then, yeah, so we see an angel-looking enemy. And I think this is the first angel we've seen, if I'm correct. I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100%, but mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. So, and I like that. It's an interesting plot route to go down because all we've seen before is tons of demons and we've never seen we've never seen the others we've always the seen hell never anything yeah. else and it, I I almost think that we're going to get to a point where it's, they're not going to be any different and it's just going to be two versions of demons just fighting over human souls neither of them is going to be good that that sounds pretty cool I like it that was where I think they're going to go with the, with the doom ethos of what it is I could see them doing that yeah, I, I'm happy to see that. Yeah, you're happy to see that. That'd be that'd be awesome. Mm. Yeah, just murdering everything. Just everything in sight. I don't I don't think the Doom guy cares. Like angels could show up and be like, "We're here to help," and he just like rips their wings still off. Still just pulling apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, that's that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I was gonna say something. It's completely gone. It's all right. It's gone. Is it come back? No. Oh, I thought I'd give you a sec to see if it pops up. <laughs> no, I'll I'll remember yeah. shortly. Uh, is there any other game news? I think that was it, really. Oh, uh, the new Dragon Ball Z game, Kakarot. It got first day uh, DLC straight away. DLC? But, uh, not DLC, a uh, patch that's given loads of extra side stories, apparently. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you don't even have to pay that's for it. That's kind of nice. As far as I'm aware, anyway. I'm actually tempted to get it. It seems uh, it's like, I think it's an open world Dragon Ball Z game. It is, yeah. You can fly around and all yeah. sorts of shit. I don't, I've never really been that into Dragon Ball Z. No, I quite liked the cartoon when I was a kid. I never really watched it. I no. watched the abridged, like the comedy one from yeah, Team Four Star, yeah. which is fucking hilarious. It is, but yeah. I just never, never went back. Yeah, it I still was not finished The Witcher. Really, I'm, I've given up on it. Apparently, I have, but I'd, I didn't remember finishing it. And Helen was like, "We watched it to the end," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I'd, I'm, I'm never finishing that no. piece of shit. <laughs> it wasn't too bad, to be fair. It was all right. The first four episodes are garbage. Yeah, in I'm- my. In my personal opinion, sorry, I've got to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, the first four episodes are garbage. Yeah. So I'm not going to go back to it. Obviously, you guys are entitled to your opinions. Everyone else I spoke to loves it. Yeah. And I'm happy to be wrong about... There you go. Let's end it there. He's happy ha- to be wrong. I'm happy to be wrong <laughs> about what you think, Yeah. yeah. which is fine. You mm-hmm. guys enjoy it all you want. Don't try and convince me because yeah. I will just tell you it's shit and <laughs> throw a coin to your Witcher is the single worst thing to happen to music this like last year. It's not good. It's fucking shocking. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> Should we move on to movie news? Yes. Okay. Movie news. Do you know it? Movie news. I don't know it. Movie news. Do you know it? I got some news about movies. Nah, no, I've never heard of it. 
So that counts as movie news. Jordan yeah. hates The Witcher. Yeah, it counts. <laughs> I saw something today that leaks recently. Uh, so over the past few days, it seems like a leak has sprung regarding the Colin Trevorrow script for Star Wars Episode Nine. I remember what I was going to say. Was it to do with that? It was to do with Doom. All right. Uh, I fucking Anton Hand, who uh-huh. we spoke about the other day, the guy who made Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades. Yeah. He put up a thing like the Doom and Sun trailer is good. And I was like, I can't wait to play an IP from Bethesda that they haven't completely fucked. And then he liked it. And I was really? like, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. It's all right. Sorry. No, we still need to message him to come on the show. I, I did, but no response. Ah, oh, damn it. It might look better from you because you're better with people. No, it's all right. He liked your things. So that means he, sh- he might. He two might things. Two things. Sorry. Yeah. Like two of your things. Uh, yeah. So the script that was never released. That was changed into the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, the uh, the apparently it's leaked online, and oh. it's called Star Wars Episode Nine. Obviously, uh, Duel of the Fates. That sounds yeah. That, that sounds way more legit than Rise of the Skywalker. It does, and from... that feels like you just throw in the fucking spoiler right it, in. There. Yeah, it does. Um, from what I've read, it's very very different to what we actually got. It's a lot more layer heavy. So I can understand why it couldn't be done. If if it's real, there's still a bit of speculation about it. And it features almost no Palpatine whatsoever, mainly only a message on a Sith holocron. And the message was originally meant for Darth Vader in the previous films. So it was a okay. message that never got to him to do with the part in... Which one was it now? Return of the Jedi. Okay. When he, he wants to take Luke to the Emperor. So the Emperor is telling Darth Vader to take Luke to an ancient Sith master called Vor Talum. And hearing the message, Kylo decides to track him down himself on a planet called Mortis. Uh, but not before being wounded by the holocron which explodes and melts his helmet to his face. So I think he was supposed to be all like fucking half mechanical. Oh, that all like... That shows... Similar to Vader's burnt helmet, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Why would that... That sounds really cheap, though. I haven't read it myself. That sounds like, oh, you go go do this thing. Oh, no, the thing exploded by accident. Yeah. Uh, it's not even like there's like any peril. He literally just like trips, falls, bashes his head. Like <laughs> He slips on a bar of soap, whacks his head on a door frame, and Sith now he's got to wear... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now he's got to wear a fucking protective helmet for two weeks. Yeah, no, it... It sounds this, like a dog call. I, I shortened this. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, so I said I haven't read it. This is um I've been I've read through a like a list of plot points in it because yeah. I couldn't find it before I came over because I only heard about this literally just before I came over. Oh sorry. And <laughs> your film's garbage. <laughs> it's shit, Colin. Yeah. So the the ending is quite interesting. It it ends with Kylo being trained by uh, a Lovecraftian Vor Talum, which is presumably he was like this really spindly multi-armed thing it was all like flesh tight to bone like the description was actually quite cool and he ends up losing a battle to a sith ghost or vision of darth vader like luke fought in empire strikes back which you haven't seen i've not we'll watch it and not i'm not watching it uh in a lightsaber duel and confronting ray on the the sith planet as well which is also like in rise of skywalker there's obviously the sith planet there i don't want to say too much because again you've not seen it I i don't care that much to be honest uh, Kylo, while being beaten, reveals he's the one who killed Rey's parents, which would have been an interesting concept on it, at the orders of Snoke, despite the best efforts of the Force ghosts of Luke, Obi-Wan, and Yoda trying to bring him over to the light side. It ultimately ends with Kylo's death. And from what I've read, 
I actually prefer this to the film that I actually saw. <laughs> yeah, it sounds... I I don't know anything about the ending of mm-hmm. Rise of the Skywalker, yeah. but from what I've heard of people who actually enjoy Star Wars quite a lot, yeah. Um, not that their opinions matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the it does sound like they were crazy disappointed by it, which mm-hmm. is fair enough. If if there is something you are disappointed by, just saying you're disappointed, fair. But, like, obviously, don't kick off. It's just a film. Yeah, exactly. It's just a film at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, it's fair. If, if if this is a full-on better version and it was originally meant to be this, yeah, yeah. Disney have pissed off a lot of people. It just it feels, from what I've read, that the, the tone of the film would have been more appropriate it sounds dark. That's what I kind of like about it. Kind of like The Last Jedi was very like that kind of thing. Yeah, the Star Wars is always quite like whimsical and fucking weird though, isn't it? It Not is, yeah. Some guy's got, some some monster is a fucking <laughs> Sith Lord and has skin taped to its bones yeah, because yeah. it can't keep it on. <laughs> taped. Yeah. Well, they're going to have like the force equivalent of fucking duct tape, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Fucking force gaffer tape. Force gaffer, yeah. For, for anyone who doesn't know, gaffer tape is... Um, yeah. Like electrical tape, tape. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Really strong tape. And for any of you burrito babies who want to check it out, there is actually a video of a guy running through it all. Uh, so if you want to shoot some googs, I'll add a link in the show notes too. And there's actually a thingy. A, a, what's it called on Reddit? A fucking... AMA? No. Description? No. Thread? Thread. Thank you. There's a thread <laughs> on Reddit. Third times the charm. Third times. Which is called... Um, Three times the Talks boy. Jewel of the Fates Part 2 new stream and i will add that to the show notes if you want to check it out that's pretty cool it is yes so do you want to get into some new plays yes do it things ever watched and played to recommend to you uh i have completed in two days the first uncharted really (laughs) really (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've never played uncharted i I played a little bit of uncharted 2 Mm because i was forced to okay um but i didn't get False gap. <laughs> I didn't get past the tutorial really because I just I was in the middle of something. It was a girl I was dating at the time. Okay. She was like, "You need to play this," and then I started playing it, and I was like fucking about with my phone and stuff. And she was like, "Fine, just don't play it." And just I was like, play. "Whoa!" <laughs> I was just sending a text. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I finished Uncharted One. Mm-hmm. Fine, it's pretty good. It was all right. It's a bit too who fucking right. right. <laughs> okay, buckle up. It's a run happening. <laughs> do you know sections in games? Where do you ever play Crisis? One and two or three? No. Oh yeah, Crisis Two. It was the fate in Crisis Two. Did you ever go? Fucking, I could use a bow and arrow. I want. I want this game to have bow and arrows. Yeah. No, I know ne- that never yeah. happened to me. Yeah. Play Crisis Three. Fucking bow and arrow. Yeah. You know why? Because the Cause new the Tomb Ra- Tomb Raider reboot came out. Yeah. Everything got bows and arrows. The bow and arrow in Tomb Raider was actually pretty good. Well, that's the thing. Everything tried yeah. to emulate it. Mm-hmm. With this game, it was like, right, we're going to have a speedboat section that controls like shit. <laughs> and it was like, okay, that's weird, but all right. And then an hour later, it's like, we'll bring it back. It's like, yeah. who was coaxed off their mind and said they needed a speedboat <laughs> section? Yeah. I just can't. Just skip it. Just, just give it. me a cutscene. Yeah. Just don't fucking subject <laughs> me to that. Because the rest of the game is pretty good. Is the, it? Other than like... that one bit. <laughs> Other than that, yeah. yeah okay. But the, the rest of it, I've played it throughout for the first time on hard. And it wasn't okay. the most difficult game. There were bits where enemies can one-shot you. Which oh, right. Is, okay. So if they've got like a, a shotgun, mm-hmm. they can one-shot you from like a ridiculous range. Or you could be point blank and it'll do no damage. Right. And okay. I, and it it's just depends. Yeah. But um, Sounds like a damage cone situation to me. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't learn you could run and gun either. I'm sort oh. of like... 
fucking the last battle fourth history <laughs> of the game yeah so as soon i was like fighting all these enemies like why do i keep dying to this and then i realized that i could just like run and hold r and then it'd like shoot uh, like it auto kind of shoot at enemies. oh does it oh, right. yeah which is really cool i fucking wish i knew that beforehand yeah, yeah. But it doesn't do while you're behind cover which is weird you gotta do that yourself yeah blind fire but yeah it, the, it's a good game i'm looking forward to playing mm-hmm. The other two, because I bought four, but the reason I'm playing the first three is so I can actually play four. Okay. Because I've heard four is amazing. Because you want to chronologic it. Yeah, I googled, do I need to play the other ones? And people were like, what a fucking dumb question. Yes. <laughs> it was like, yes, why would you not? I was like, fine, I just don't have 36 hours to put in. You've got plenty of time. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was fun, man. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what am I new, what's my new play? Oh, I have been playing Outer Wilds. I've heard that's amazing. Everyone's been raving about it. All I keep hearing about is this fucking game. And I downloaded it a few months ago, but I just never touched it. So it's just been sat on my Xbox. I swear I didn't touch it. Didn't touch it. So it was looking at me the other morning when I got up and I was like, right, I'm going to start that. (laughs) (laughs) And sat there like an egg. And (laughs) What? I don't don't know. And (laughs) I thought when I started it, I was getting myself into like a little foresty game. Yeah. It was a different game than what I thought it was going to be. So when I, tonight it was a space game, which I found out recently, I was quite shocked by. So you start off as this little alien guy who's going to be a pilot in a rocket. And you've got to go get the launch codes for the little rocket. So you're, in, you're living in like a little forest. It almost reminds me of Endor from Star Wars. So it's like a little foresty village built around in the trees and stuff. So you've got to go get your space suit, get your launch codes. And then you get this little scope. And that's my favorite thing about it is you get this scope that detects radio signals. And there's other planets orbiting your planet. And you can see them going over. Like the, the solar system is uh, like persistent. So you okay. don't have to leave for it to spawn another one. They're always there. That's just like orbiting awesome. the sun and you see them go across. And if you aim that at the other planets, you know that other members of your tribe or village have gone to there. And they have that's certain awesome. instruments. So you can hear one playing a harmonica and one... You know, a guy it playing a banjo on the other. It really is. And the music is so fucking nice. It just feels really, really nice. Oh, and I went... Is it as charming as Overlord? Because I found I that game really charming. not played that one. You you wake up as a Zauron-looking motherfucker. Yeah, that's the one I thought it was. Yeah. yeah like that, that game has incredible amounts of charm. The second really? one, anyway. Yeah. I loved it. I've not played it. But is it that... Uh, not, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. I'll yeah, have to pick it up that, and try that it. That sounds incredibly yeah. charming because it looked a bit No Man's Sky-esque from the screenshots I saw. It felt, like the colour schemes. And yeah, it, the colour, it's almost, it's kind of a bit low-poly art style. The yeah. characters are all animated and um, modelled really, really nice. The aliens are quite cool. They've got like, the blue skin's like big, almost like Yoda kind of ears, but oh. not like saggy. They're like really cool. And they've got four eyes. They've got two big eyes and two small eyes. That it's a really pretty. like unusual design. And... You, you obviously you launch the rocket when you've got it and you can just go to any of the planets you want and so this is giant gas gas planet and I was like right that looks cool there's a signal coming from there I'm just going to go and see what it's like uh, spoilers for anyone who doesn't want to know fast forward a couple of seconds 30 seconds maybe I don't know you drop through the cloud layer and then suddenly you plunge into water and the planets are quite small so you could navigate a planet in like a minute so that it's just like a sphere of water at the bottom and then as it came out the water, there was water tornadoes like moving across the water, oh, wow. connecting the cloud layer to the water. And then there's like flashes of lightning in the clouds 
and it looked real. Like the the light through the clouds was amazing. That sounds great. So I was like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> just had to like just like fly out this little planet. But it, that's all I've seen so far. I've not really done anything else. That's really cool. I like yeah. it. Yeah. But I think it's very Majora's Mask inspired. Okay. Because apparently the star in the center of the solar system runs on a cycle and it goes supernova and destroys everything. And then you wake up again on the planet on day one and you've got to like complete through these cycles before the sun goes supernova. Right. Yeah. It's a really interesting concept. So anytime something's got a restart time like that, mm-hmm. I get fucking crazy anxious. I know. I, well, that's the thing. I, it stresses I, me out. I noticed the sun getting redder and I was like, I know what that means. You feeling okay? You got yeah. a temperature? A little temperature, get a little bit sweaty. Wow, 45 boy. billion. Yeah. Oh, you're getting close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, rec- I, re- <laughs> I recommend it. I'm going to soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd recommend checking it out. If yeah. you get it. Yeah. I'd, I'd definitely give that a go. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's amazing. Like the uh, the guys at Game Ranks did a before you buy on it and they said that it was one of the, or it was like one of their <laughs> games to recommend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. if you like games and like they, they do something called before you buy, yeah, which is if you just search before you buy, yeah. um, for anyone listening, it's a video they do telling you their thought, like thoughts and opinions on the start of the game, right, and okay. like they don't spoil it. They just say like this is what it's about. This mm-hmm. is how it runs, and they recommend whether you should buy it or not. So Sweet. they they kind of sift through the shit for you. Really love the videos. They're so well done. Sounds great. Yeah, it's like I mean you recommend for this week. Yeah, check that out. There we go. Yeah, yeah I'm happy with that. I've got a, a YouTube channel I want to recommend actually. Yeah. It's a it's a, mu- a music it's a muser. A muse. It's a muse. I'm just finding it. One second, please hold. <laughs> I can't find it. Oh, Neon Vines. The channel is called, and it's a song called uh, "Lay You Down." Thanks, Lay You Down. One second, let me just check. Do you want to lay me down? What? Is it give it up? It was either lay you down or give it up. Or is it lay low? How deep is your lot? Too high? Check out the whole channel. There's loads of cool songs. Okay, well done. <laughs> it's this girl who does loops. Like, oh, you showed me. No, it's new. I've not seen it before. It's brand new. I have definitely seen that. It might have been on Reddit. Maybe. She's really impressive, though. She has yes. some really cool songs. And if you're thinking more of like a band vibe you want to check out, here's another recommend for you as a little bonus one. It's a band called The Come... D- uh, no, sorry. They're called Ocean Alley, as in like alleyway. Ocean, A-L-L-E-Y. And there's a song called The Come Down. It's a bit like funk, slow reggae vibe. It's a song it's called The Come. The Come. <laughs> you guys want to do any comes? <laughs> How about downs? Yeah, check it out. It's real fucking good. Yeah, that's fine. And there uh, you go. If we're doing music as well, yeah. I'll do... Because has got two. I feel like I've got to get two. No, go on then. Uh, I'm going to recommend a band called Turbo Wolf. Oh. Turbo T-U-R-B-O-W-O-L-F-E. No. Turbo Wolf. <laughs> Don't do Wolf-y. that. You're fucking people up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but no, Turbo Wolf, uh, one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. I've been to see them a few times. They are great. They are. They're very good live. got a signed yeah. vinyl of Summit Downloady. Yeah. The signed vinyl. Sign vinyl. Golden. Limited sign vinyl. Really? Yeah. It's just not made out of gold. It's just golden. You shouldn't have said that. You should just tell people it was gold. No, because I'm people breaking into my house. Don't break in, people. Don't break <laughs> into Jordan's address, which <laughs> is... Do not tell people my address, for the love of God. Cross all. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> Bleep that. Yeah. And right, I think that's the end of the episode. Yeah, perfect. How long have we been going for? I think it's a short one today. Really? 
I don't think we need it. I'm yeah. a bit tired after that burrito. Yeah, same. Me out. That burrito was a bit dense. How, how are your things always so long? You're like spookies. I don't know. How do you find such like big subjects? Don't know. I'm not sure. I just I like whatever I find is always like I look, like, I look through lists minutes. and then you know you gotta like not embellish it. But you've got to like make a good story out <laughs> not, of it. Not lie. Not lie about <laughs> not what lie the content. per se. Yeah, you know, you got to make good content. Yeah, fair. yeah. Right, let's end it there. Right, thanks, thank you for guys. listening, guys. Love you. Bye. 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 Have a nice time. Why are you still listening? <laughs> Creepy. What are you doing? Go. Just there. No, it's all right. Just there. What? <laughs> Just there. What I wonder. Just go. It's all right. Go. Don't listen to him. Stay. He's lying. Stay. Don't stay. Stay.